Hello, Jerry. Rick Meyer. Take four. Take four. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna dig in quick because <laughs> we've had practice. So yeah, we're talking we about <laughs> we're talking about independence uh, as it relates to our leadership. And I'm gonna quickly read a definition. Uh, this often refers to not depending on others, but a true leader knows how to collaborate with the right people while remaining resourceful when faced with a setback or roadblock on their own. And so can you quickly share that the story that um, about your collaboration with some teammates and how that went with you? Yeah. So I feel like for me, I can le- I can, my bent is more towards independence and not collaborating with the right people. Um, mm. So I'm trying to understand, learn, grow, develop into what it looks like to, um, cause independence is important. I feel like as a leader, because you want to, you kind of want to, in some ways you want to be the fearless leader. Mm-hmm. Um, but in other ways you, if you turn around, no one's following you. Well, that's, that's not idea ideal either. So how do you balance uh, independence with collaboration? And so um, for me wanting to lead the company in the right direction while inviting others through that process. And so, there's been times um, in our business history where, for example, we um, need to get a valuation on the, on the company. Um, and uh, we talked about it as a group, but um, I kind of went with it on my own a little too independently and then came back several weeks later. And, and I think it surprised some people on our leadership team um, that uh, I was, what I was doing. So what I learned from that was, you know, bring stuff up, invite people on the journey. They're not really expecting necessarily to change, you know, my mind or direction, but I think they appreciate being, um, being informed. So right. that's, that's what I'm trying to grow in. And so the specific example was when you, you sought out the answer for what you thought the team's question was, which was, yep. you know, the valuation for, uh, your company yep. and on the leadership team, there's four or five guys and one guy uh, took issue with you leading that charge without um, including them. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I think, I think for most of our leadership journey, I think that's something that um, is very familiar to to us is that you you um, see a task that needs to be dealt with and you just go do it independent of others and um, and so one of the conversations I had yesterday was which this was the kind of the mind twist for me was like it's not a one-size-fits-all so there's there's times that and and let me let me re-engineer this a little bit um at a learning glass, which I mentioned to you before, Rick, we, we need to define terms. So when I say the word collaboration, everybody within earshot knows what that means. So the definition that a learning glass uses for collaboration is that the leader, me, goes to other leaders, those in my charge, and I ask for them to share their point of view with me. And so this, this would be an, a step of collaboration where I would seek out Mark and say, hey, 
give me your opinion of the best way to handle this situation. And it's really important for them to, for me to listen to them and for them to know that I'm listening and considering their point of view. However, there's times where I, I get their opinion, but I make the decision Mm -hmm. and it might be, it might be in alignment with what they suggest, Rick, or it might be in, um, not in alignment with them. And so that's a collaborative decision that I'm making, but I'm still making the decision. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting their input. Consensus decision is where majority rules. So if there's right. four of us and we're voting on what color the t-shirts are going to be, and it's not a big value issue, it's just something we need to deal with. That's a consensus decision where we'll say, hey, everybody vote in majority rules. Yep. And so, and so it seems to me that the frustration that I experience and that I cause others is when I'm misreading uh, what would be best. Like sometimes it might be best, Rick, for you to make an independent decision, independent of everybody else. And that's, that's the right thing to do. The next time you're the right thing to do might be a collaborative decision that's interdependent, I think is the word that you, I think that's the definition for in, interdependent interdependent and, yes. then, and then other times you might need to make a consensus decision and it's not always I, I i think my belief is that it shouldn't always be the same way it shouldn't always be a consensus decision it shouldn't I always agree. be a colla- collaborative and so how would you as a leader discern what's needed like when faced with an issue today how are you going to discern which you know, whether to make a completely independent decision or to make a collaborative decision with interdependence or to make a consensus decision. I think, well, to your point, I think it's situational. So uh, decisions that are, you know, low impact that don't compromise anything to do with who you are as a company, for example, t-shirt color for the guys in the field, you know, I think that's a great collaborative decision um, to help, and like, even with you guys, I know that, um, your guys kind of came up with a logo, you know, and that's something where it's, I think that's neat for them to kind of brand themselves. That doesn't necessarily compromise your vision or values. I think that creates buy-in from them. So I think those are kind of decisions that can be collaborative. Um, and then, but there are some where, um, you just, you might have to be the one that is the final say based on, um, what you know the outcome is going to be and you can't you can't take the opinions of others because you you know kind of where it needs to, the ball needs to land and drop and that's ultimately on you and so you need to be comfortable with those larger decisions that um, impact you as an individual and the company as a whole so I, I think it's always wise to get opinions but to your point um, you can still get opinions and, and go a different path yeah, so if you're if you're getting a pulse of your guys, um, and I think this is where I think this is where it gets really messy, is like if you're sitting around, like envision a, a team meeting. Uh, we would call it a huddle. So, um, but envision when you're sitting at a table with all the key leaders in your company, and you're trying to read them, not just not just them sitting in front of you, their body language, but 
what's the current state of your company? Like, are you guys going through a season that's just kicking your ass? It's really hard um, to where you need, you think the guys need some encouragement. Um, is this a stretch where they're bored and they might need some challenge? Mm-hmm. Um, is, is, is this a stretch where they're, you, you know, whatever, pick, pick something. Yeah. And then, and then you're going to, as a leader, your impact and effectiveness is going to be predicated on your ability to read those situations. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, most, many times I read it wrong. And so mm-hmm. like for your team, what is, what are some of those, what are, what might be some of the indicators for you as far as, um, or before I answer, ask that question, Rick, it, might you be disproportionately one-sided with your leadership style that for a period of time or for a season, um, the guys might need to see you acquiesce to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you go disproportionate the other way. Right. And I think it, yeah, and I can see that true in, in, for me in, in our company where I feel like I was um, disproportionately independent. And then um, I kind of swung the other way and become, became um, kind of not independent enough. And so my hope is that I'm, I'm balancing out to where I can be in a position of clear direction, um, charting the path forward, but encouraging, inviting, and, and asking other people's, even just asking other people's opinions, I think is really helpful. You might have yeah. an answer. You might have formulated um, the response you need or charted a path you're going to go down, but even asking the question of others in, uh, is going to help potentially influence change or decision or at least allows them to feel like they're a part of the process so i I think that's where i'm really trying to to move into is a season of asking hey well you know what do you think about this or if i come up with an idea say to someone hey poke holes in this idea let me know where what i'm not seeing here um so again all those things i feel like even if the decision is made it helps them to feel like they're a part of it and can help you um, make a better, wiser, smarter decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Hmm. Gosh, like, a, yeah, like a, it's just messy. Gosh, it's really messy. You know, these are, these are, um, you know, these are the leadership issues that you're like, oh, gosh, I wish it was just a one size fits all. Yeah, which it, I don't think it ever is that even if, even if the organization <laughs> stayed the exact same because yeah. environmental conditions are going to change. Yeah. You know, so it, it, yeah. I think it's a constant um, observing um, and then redirecting, observing and, and redirecting and, and just yeah. understanding where you are, where the, the economy is, where the industry is and where your people are and, and kind of being on the forefront of that wave as opposed to the kind of riding the, the tailcoats of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think is that I just got a visual cause we've used before the metaphor of, you know, you, you've got a very clear destination where you, you know, you want to get from Cincinnati and the very clear de- destination is Columbus, Ohio, and you pick this vehicle to transport your team there. And so then you got to pay attention like, do the do you need new brakes? Do you need new brake pads? Do you need new tires? Do you need new do you need fuel? 
Do you need new batteries? Do you need new windshield wipers? Like all these things that you have to evaluate as you're doing your work too, right? So you're, you're an architect by training and responsibility in your company. So you've got the architectural hat that you have to put on. And maybe that's, maybe that's an area of specialty that you're less uh, interdependent, right? When you, when you're, when you're doing architectural work, you're not seeking Jerry's opinion of how you should structure this pergola, right? You're using your expertise and you're being independent um, because I don't have any competency in that area. So hmm, that's interesting. That's good, man. That's really, and then when you're doing your leadership piece of your company where you're wearing the hat of ownership at the table, um, then to be self-aware and to be other aware, like how is the, how is the rest of the team reading me? Like, are they, um, are they reading me as just somebody that really just makes all the decisions and I really don't listen to their point of view? um, on matters that are outside of my expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the more, the more hats you wear, I think the more difficult it is. Yes, I agree. Yeah. That, that makes the already challenging concept even more challenging. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And it's good that, you know, I found that, um, it's good to get, the opinions of others, even in areas they're competent in or not competent in. So for example, if I'm designing your kitchen, Jerry, and you might know, not know a thing about cabinetry, I think it's important to um, ask you questions. And so use my expertise to help you to better understand what you could or could not be getting. And um, I think that's valuable as in a team environment as well um, to, uh, you know, even if it's the guys in the field just saying, Hey, I'm struggling with this Luke. You know, I know that you're not, this isn't your world necessarily, but what, you know, what would you do or help me, help me to kind of walk through, talk out this process. Mm-hmm. I'm making a note as you're saying that it's a, and this is a challenge for myself is to ask those in my charge, how I make them feel as far as hearing their point of view of what and how to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or so, or would that, so essentially, are you too independent is kind of what you'd be getting at? Yeah. Yeah. And again, there's, there's things that, you know, it's interesting when you have new guys, when you have new guys join your team, one of the things you want, which we, I don't want to say we always have new guys, but we have, I mean, you know, the way our company works, we we've got, Every couple of years, we get an influx of a couple guys, it seems like. And so with new guys, one of the things you want them to do is to be engaged and to speak to what they think. And so if you get you get a a, you get a young young man in this case or a young person uh, with a little moxie, right, a little confidence (laughs) and they start offering their opinions of how things should be done. It's very easy for me to discount them or disqualify them because I've been doing this for so long that yeah. I, I know the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet that's such a, I mean, I know that's the wrong answer. I'm just saying that's the, rea- that's what I usually do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, to be self-aware and to be other aware to say, hang on a second, 
Um, I do want this. I do want people to feel like they have a voice at the table. And so that's again, where I, I think it gets, I think it gets really messy is that it's, it's not a one size fits all. You got to read and react um, based on this, the, the state of the company and the state of the individual. Yeah. Um, and for you to make a decision, Rick, based on the state of the individual, you need to be in a pretty, in my case, I need to be in a pretty intimate relationship with them. And the, the guys further, you know, the leadership team I'm very close to. And then with each iteration of the guys in their, in, in my charge and, and in their charge, um, I know them less well. Yeah. And so, so it's difficult for me um, to read them because I only see them, you know, on Mondays and Fridays typically. Right. Um, so I, I need to get, go ahead. That is true as well as I, I feel a humble posture of, um, mm. you know, inviting them into that and, and really making them feel like what they'd say does matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And giving them a voice. That's a really, gosh, I'm going to make a note of that too. It's like, you know, one of the questions I'm asking, I'm stupid. I'm telling you what I'm doing, but I'm, I'm asking the question right now is like, like if, if uh, Bailey has a question, where does he go to make sure that he's heard? Mm-hmm. Like, if he wants to deliver a message to me, how does he make sure that his message is heard? Yeah. Making a note of that. Hmm. Yeah. And heard and, and part of what I feel like being heard is actually doing stuff. So I'm involved, involved with a lot of our, um, human resource type stuff. And so people ask me stuff, Hey, you know, about phone or benefits or what have you, you know, sometimes I'm good at hearing, but not. So, you know, then they follow up and be like, Oh, you know, what about this? I talked to you about, it's like, Oh crap. Yeah. Let me, let me do that. So I I can, in my subconscious, I can say, well, I got all these other important things to do. I don't have time to look at how many, you know, your phone upgrades right now. Um, but that, but that's, what's important to them at the moment. And that's what I need to need to focus on. Yeah. 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 That's good, Rick. Okay. That's good. So the reality is that it's very messy and it's messy and it depends. It's situational awareness. Well, that's good. I need to write that down too. Situational (laughs) awareness. That is good. And, and you need to have wisdom and humility. Yes. Nice. Okay. I got some things to do here. All right. What I mean by that is I'm not rushing off the call. I am going to end this call, but I've got a lot of work to do on this topic. This is good. Thank you. Yes, good we stuff. Do. Thank you, Jerry. All right, my friend. I'll talk to you shortly. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye. Bye.